you know, on my world, Volkswagen really didn't need to provide any further evidence that they're a pack of morally bankrupt mongrels masquerading as a responsible corporation. And yet, here we are. I'm Joey Logan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Even Volkswagens, dude. If you make the informed decision that this is what you want to do to yourself, free country, here to help, Australia only, website, card. Now, I did think that gassing the monkeys, this was before Dieselgate, but it came to light after Dieselgate. Gassing the monkeys was a particularly low point, even for a morally bankrupt organisation such as them. I didn't think they could get any lower. And then the 23rd of February happened. This report is sponsored by NordVPN. I'm no IT expert, but I've seen enough, especially lately, about data breaches, scams and hacks to know that being online is inherently risky and potentially very costly. You don't have to be tech savvy to use NordVPN. It's a simple one-stop cyber security solution. One click and you are protected from hackers, malware and pop-ups across as many as six devices. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now and you'll get three to 12 months extra time on any two-year subscription as part of Nord's 11th birthday celebration. Plus one more bonus month just for using the nordvpn.com slash AEJC link in the description. NordVPN is the world's fastest VPN and it only costs about as much as a cup of coffee every month to keep your data, your identity and your devices secure. NordVPN can also save you money because you can assign your virtual location to another country where, for example, flights and accommodation might be cheaper than they are back home. Same goes for streaming services. You can also access live sporting events and other content that may not be available where you actually live. That's a pretty small price to pay for cyber security, not to mention the potential savings also on the table. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now to get a huge discount off your plan plus a free 11th birthday gift and all that additional free subscription time. Totally risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Link in the description. And thanks to Nord for sponsoring this episode. Thursday, the 23rd of February, 2023, in Waukegan, Lake County, Illinois, America. It's kind of halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago on the western shore of Lake Michigan, if memory serves. A 34-year-old mother of two is parking her Volkswagen Atlas in her driveway at home. It's a completely unremarkable day. She's got two kids in the back. She gets kid one, she ferries kid one into the house, she comes back for kid two, and this is where the unremarkability of the day just evaporates, dude. Because a BMW, completely off the script, steams into the driveway, and a bad dude in a mask gets out and begins to steal the Volkswagen. So she goes into full mama bear 
someone's got between the cub and mama bear and she goes for this dude who's going to steal her car and dude unchivalrously beats her to the ground and she gets run over as the cars depart and the two-year-old is in the Volkswagen. So I give mum 12 points out of a possible 10 so far and she gets a bonus point because despite being run over and requiring emergency surgery, she gets a phone and she calls emergency services over in America on 911 and the sheriffs spring into action. So everything's going just fine at this point. The Lake County Sheriff responds urgently because this is not just a violent assault and the theft of a car. It's also the abduction of a two-year-old child. And most of the cops I know take that kind of thing fairly seriously around the world. Nothing gets taken more seriously than that except probably terrorism and weapons of mass destruction and things of that nature. So anyway, the cops are on it. And the Volkswagen, yes, it was sold with... Volkswagen's GPS tracking feature, which is subscriptions-based. So this is a lay-down misere. Bit of cooperation between Volkswagen and law enforcement, and we're on the road to getting this kid back, you'd think. So while they're searching for this endangered child, the detectives actually call Volkswagen's GPS tracking service, which is called Volkswagen Car-Net, And they flat out refused to assist because someone had not anteed up the $150 subscription fee. Like, mum and the family don't GPS track their car. So they don't pay the subscription. It's a feature that they haven't needed to date. Okay? Volkswagencar.net-net. They will not help. They say it would be a violation of company policy, like just following orders, right? (laughs) Nothing we can do. Just following orders, dude. (sighs) Tripping hazard, right? Jaw on the floor. I'd suggest that this is not a situation in which right or wrong is in any way ambiguous. Like, you can see it. I can see it. The right thing to do is abundantly clear. And every second that you delay this stuff, an innocent two-year-old child is at risk. And that is profoundly unacceptable. Why is it that the only person who can't see this is working for Volkswagen? Riddle me that, Batman. Call me old-fashioned, right? But the life of a two-year-old child is worth a little more to me than 150 bucks. And the other thing is, this is tremendously short-sighted of those dicks in Volkswagen Car-Net because is this not also a massive PR opportunity that is being missed? Because technology, Volkswagen technology saves two-year-old, that's a pretty good headline even if you don't care about right and wrong and you're only motivated by self-interest. How could you not see that? So, did the GPS tracking save the kid? No, 
It did not. A bystander called it in while a detective was fumbling around for his credit card and hats off to him for paying the 150 out of his own pocket to help with this situation. But minus infinity out of a possible 10 points for those dicks at Volkswagen car hyphen net for not helping in this critical situation. Like, you've got to be kidding. Volkswagen issued a statement after this blew up in newspapers and online across America. And they said, it, quote, has a procedure in place with a third-party provider for car hyphen net support services involving emergency requests from law enforcement. Unfortunately, in this instance, there was a serious breach of the process. We are addressing the situation with the parties involved. So distancing ourselves, trying to throw the supplier under the bus. I guess you could sum it up in other words like this. And in my German words, we have totally screwed up. And in my emphatically non German words, you've had a lot of practice at saying stuff like this. Like, when are you guys not emphatic card-carrying cocks? Honestly. To wit, here's a bit of a health check. If you're thinking about buying a Volkswagen, it means getting into bed with an organisation which has a moral compass like this. If they can't see the value in the life of a two-year-old child, are they going to give a shit when your transmission takes a big steaming dump in its trousers. I'd suggest on the balance of probabilities, probably not. Perhaps this is an isolated event, you might say. Well, there is the criminal conspiracy to consider, is there not? Four felonies in total, according to the US Department of Justice. They pled guilty in January of 2017, and you don't generally plead guilty unless there's absolutely no chance of getting away with it. There's gassing the monkeys, which was not done for science, it was done for marketing. They actually got these monkeys and they put them in airtight containers and they force-fed them exhaust from their diesel cars while they gave the monkeys cartoons to watch on television to entertain them. I'm not going to make any specific comment about that because it might be a violation of several of YouTube's policies, but I'm sure you can tell what I'm really thinking about that, given their history. Anywho, then there's the legacy flowing from all of these kinds of activities, diesel gate gassing the monkeys and all of that stuff. What it's basically done is poisoned the concept of diesel vehicle ownership globally. It's turned diesel literally into a dirty word when, in fact... If you buy a diesel, it's a way of cutting your CO2 emissions by 20 to 30% typically. Here's an example. This is an example done to a laboratory standardised uh, combined cycle fuel test. So it can't be fudged. If we look at a Hyundai Santa Fe Highlander with a V6 petrol engine, 10.5 litres per 100 kilometres on the combined cycle test, 244 grams per kilometre of CO2. If you go for the 2.2 diesel, you save about 40% on the fuel. It's 6.1 versus 10.5 for the petrol. And 160 grams of CO2 versus 244 for the petrol. 
right? So that's a significant saving in fuel and a significant reduction in CO2. And yet those Volkswagen Cox and their conduct between 2015 and now have basically undermined this advantage to the extent where a lot of people won't even consider a diesel vehicle because they consider it quote-unquote dirty. It's actually 30% better in terms of CO2 and better for your hip pocket as well, but hey, let's not let the facts get in the way. Now, in the aftermath of Dieselgate, what Volkswagen did was they kind of disingenuously embraced electric cars and they put this new wonk in um, in charge of the company, the CEO, Herbert Diess. He replaced Martin Winterkorn, who is under indictment in the US. He'll never face charges unless he goes to a country that extradites to the United States. So he'd have to be careful about future international travel. But as long as he stays in Germany, he will be OK in respect of that indictment. Anyway, Herbert Diess went in and went on this pro-EV rampage, which sounded great and was really good for Volkswagen's reputational repair but in fact, what he did was get all kinds of board members offside. In particular, the unions, I think, representing employees at Volkswagen have duos seats on the board and they had an abject dose of the shits with him because the EV, the pro-EV rampage was going to mean the reduction, the elimination of a lot of jobs. And those two board members were, let's say, significantly offside with all of that. And, you know, so anyway, Mr. Diss committed to this 2 billion euro factory orbiting their electric flagship called Trinity, you know. It was all very grandiose. And the reputation did come good. The, the mainstream media in particular kind of, kind of said, well, this is the new Volkswagen. But in fact, they boned Diss about uh, seven or eight months ago. They boned him because of the way the Labor unions in particular were offside with the pro-EV thing and they installed this winter corn clone named uh, Oliver Bloom and they put him in the top job. He's like from Porsche, friend of the family, blah, blah, blah. And Bloom talked up Diss like Diss was the best thing since sliced bread, not including Oliver Bloom, obviously. But then he went to town and just undermined all of the pro-EV this and pro-EV that because it had done its job repairing their reputation. He basically delayed the Trinity program indefinitely and put the two billion euro factory on hold and we're just waiting for people to forget about that until they can bury it in the Mariana Trench, essentially, is my read on all of that. And now, upliftingly enough, if that's not enough to paint a picture of the moral canvas on which these cocks operate, Volkswagen's currently being sued by not one, but six of its major shareholders, and they're all pension funds. There's four from Sweden and one from Denmark, and the Church of England Pensions Board, which I imagine has a has a meeting about how to go them over a cup of tea and some Wedgwood and with a little bit of cake on the side. Mm, not very happy about this. It would take a lot of outrage to get a pension fund such as that into court against a monolith like Volkswagen. And why are they doing it, you might ask? Well, they're doing it because they claim, they allege, that Volkswagen is 
publicly still very green, but behind the scenes, under the table, fondling the vegetables in the domain of lobbying, they're really just anti-environment peddlers. That's what they... They really have an anti-environmental agenda, not unlike Toyota, and they're pretty good at peddling it. And, of course, senior executive Volkswagen Cox will not disclose their lobbying initiatives and programs despite being a publicly listed company. And uh, they don't want to do that. I can only think of one reason why they might not want to do that, which would be that their lobbying initiatives are particularly filthy and at odds with their public perception type statements. So I'll leave that with you to decompile. But as a body of evidence, painting the canvas of morality, quote-unquote, at Volkswagen... It's pretty consistent, is it not? Like, Volkswagen, in my view at least, is like the babushka doll of corporate scumbaggery. It's just shithead inception, if it was a movie. You could call it shithead inception. It's just shitheads inside of shitheads inside of shitheads all the way down to the DNA. No reference to individuals is made. I'm just talking about corporate conduct, obviously. I guess that's okay, though, because in the immortal words of former Volkswagen of America cheese, Michael Horn, clearly dripping with abject remorse and humility, contrition, etc., after apologising for Dieselgate so impossibly sincerely at the Passat launch in New York in 2016. Thank you very much for coming. Enjoy the evening. Up next is Lenny Kravitz. Here, here. Well put, M. Horn. There's very little corporate misconduct now that I think about it that an influencer party, some free drinks and Lenny Kravitz does not adequately compensate society for. Nothing says, I am so sincerely sorry, quite as authentically. <laughs> Think you'd agree? As some well-chosen German words... And Lenny K's fat beats.